This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. The book This Is Not How It Ends by Rochelle Weinstein is a tender, moving story of heartbreak and healing that asks the question, which takes more courage, holding on or letting go? When Charlotte and Philip meet, the pair form a deep and instant connection. Soon they're settled in the Florida Keys with plans to marry, but just as they should be getting closer, Charlotte feels Philip slipping away. Rochelle Weinstein is the USA Today bestselling author of emotionally driven women's fiction, including Somebody's Daughter, Where We Fall, The Morning After, and What We Leave Behind. Rochelle spent her early years in sunny South Florida, always with a book in hand, raised by the likes of Sidney Sheldon and Judy Bloom. Upon graduating from the Philip Merrill College of Journalism at the University of Maryland, Rochelle moved to L.A. where she handled advertising and promotions for major film studios and record labels at L.A. Weekly. After returning to Miami, she continued her passion for entertainment as a music industry executive at the Box Music Network. When she's not writing, Rochelle loves to hike, read, and find the world's best nachos. She joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Welcome. Hi there, Stephen. Thank you for the introduction. I'm laughing because I just happen to be wearing my shirt that says, Say Yes to Tacos. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be on the show. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, this book, This Is Not How It Ends, where did the idea for this story come from? I'm a sucker for a love story, and I was looking for one of my earlier works, What We Leave Behind, was this beautiful, heart-wrenching uh, love triangle. And I was trying to hone into that same type of a story, but it's a love triangle, but this one has a real unique spin to it. And I wanted to just create an angsty love story that would pull readers in and have them torn and really feeling an emotional pull. Let's talk about these characters, Charlotte and Philip. How did you create them? That's a really good question. I keep getting asked that question. Uh, Charlotte, I think Charlotte's all of us. I mean, Charlotte's a woman. She's a strong woman who's dealt with losses, and I feel that she's faced with choices. And a lot of those losses define her, and they lead her to make certain decisions, and I think that's within all of us. So I was trying to replicate, you know, she represents all of us and in having to make these decisions and feeling love and falling out of love, falling in love and falling into love. And Philip is, you know, Philip is actually kind of like, he is kind of like the fantasy guy. He's just that dream guy that every woman would love to, he, he seems very like movie type to me. And which is, it's a good and a bad thing because a lot of people didn't like some of those um, perfections of his. But he, he, I think, was the catalyst for bringing, he was the catalyst for bringing Charlie to the Florida Keys where her, we thought that was her story, but then her real story began. How much of you is in Charlotte? Um, I think that there's pieces of me in many of my characters, not just Charlotte. I think a lot of readers will tell you that. I think that there are my strengths and their weaknesses. A lot of my characters I create out of people I would like to be more like and things I would like to change about myself and things that I in myself. So I would say that there's a fair amount of her in me. My guest is Rochelle Weinstein here on Speaking of Writers, the USA Today bestselling author. Her new book is This Is Not How It Ends. What is Ben like? I love Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Philip too. So that's like a, that's a, you know, this is, again, this is a book about choices and this is about, you know, about love. And some, one of the questions I'm asked, you know, from readers and bloggers 
is, is there one true love for every person? And I think that we can love people differently. Certainly, I don't believe in serial cheating, and I believe in monogamy, but I do believe, you know, we have first loves for a reason. They teach us something, they learn something, and then we move on to a mature kind of love. So I think that this book really um, exploits that. What was your primary challenge in writing this novel, Rochelle? Well, you know, when you're dealing with love triangles, it's challenging for, you don't want to upset the reader because some readers have some strong beliefs about that. But again, this book has a unique spin to it and nothing is ever really what it seems. And I think it was also challenging to get to the heart of the matter and the love and the emotions. And there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of loss. And I had to really mine those emotions. So that was a challenge. Let's talk about sense of place here and, and why the Florida Keys is a setting. Uh, I write a lot where what, what what I know and what I'm familiar with. I've written books in California where I used to live. I've written books in uh, Miami, North Carolina, where we visit and vacation. So we spend a lot of time in the Keys, and I just felt that the Keys was such a vibrant, beautiful, romantic, sexy location, which would be a great backdrop for this book. And having the book released in January was fabulous because all the the, the Northerners who want to escape the cold, they're they're sinking their toes into a fabulous beach read. In what way, if any, is the book you wrote different from the book you set out to write? Um, I think that I really, I, this book has just exceeded my expectations. I, I, I worked with a great crew in, in editing and collaborating, and I'm really satisfied. I really think that it's even better than when I first set out. Are you really a, proud of this book. Are you an outliner or a pantser? <laughs> I've I've tried both. I've tried both, and um, I found that my characters will take me places which I never dreamed of. I, I usually always know my A and my C. It's my B. It's my middle. That I think a lot of authors will tell you that their characters will just take you on a different road. But I've tried both approaches, and I've come up with the same result. Um, it, it changes dramatically from that first outline to getting the the, the final draft out there. How long does it take, Rochelle, to research and write a novel like This Is Not How It Ends? Well, this is probably not going to please people to hear, but for this book, I wrote this book in two months. This book <laughs> completely poured out of me, but that's not normal for me. It usually takes me a year to research and write a novel. It, it was an exception. Do you have a mental checklist as a writer as far as what you want the novels to contain? I do. I have writing goals. I I know while I'm sitting down and I'm I'm actually outlining another novel right now and doing my synopsis and draft and I know that the keynotes that I want to hit and what do I want to impart and the structure. So yes, I would say I do. Where do a lot of your ideas come from? Everyday life. Mm. Everyday life. I it could be something on the news, it could be something I'm flipping through People magazine. I could be sitting at dinner with friends and listening to a conversation at the table next to us, and I'm intrigued. I, I'm, a, I'm a real um, intuitive person. I like to get a sense of people. I like to understand what drives behavior. You know, so there's a, a psychological component to my, a lot of my work. So I like to exploit that in, in, in fiction. So there's plots everywhere around you. We're chatting with Rochelle Weinstein here on Speaking of Writers, the USA Today bestselling author. Her new book is This Is Not How It Ends. Are you working, you mentioned you're working on another novel. If so, can you uh, give us a little sneak peek into what it's about? 
oh, it's another love story. <laughs> I've I've just got this flair for the for the book club romance world. So I, I like to write books about love and loss, forgiveness, sacrifices we make. Um, so this is somewhere along those same lines. What are your writing habits, and what's the best writing environment for you? Can you write anywhere? Yes, I can. And my writing has evolved since, you know, I have, I have kids, I have twins who are 20. So I started writing when they were six months old. So my writing changed. I used to write while they were napping, and then I was, then I was a mom. You know, then it evolved as they evolved. Now I'm an empty nester, so I can literally wake up in the morning, I'll start writing, and I'll write till my husband comes home from work. And I can write anywhere, but I typically write at home. I don't go to Starbucks. I don't drink coffee. So I'm a little weird like that. <laughs> and what would you like readers to take away from This Is Not How It Ends? Choose love. Choose love. Feel the feelings. I think that, you know, a lot of the readers are saying to me, I cried my eyeballs out, and I think crying is good. I think crying is cathartic. I think crying is being in touch with you. So if that's what they take from this book, um, I'll, I'll feel very grateful. All right, and you have a website, too, where readers can connect with you. It's RochelleWeinstein.com. Yep. All right, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Rochelle Weinstein, the book is This Is Not How It Ends, and that is Speaking of Writers in Capital Region Sunday for this week. We'll be back again next week with another edition. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve Richards.